Hello and welcome to Rags to Riches Bitches. I'm Nicole. And I'm Teresa. This is a show where we talk all things business, tech and making money. We do want to make the disclaimer though that we are experts but some of our guests will be so stay tuned for that. We're just two youngish women trying to make it in London. So on this week's episode is a slightly different one again. We've got another guest and we're also videoing for the first time. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have your friend. Yes. I'll let you like kind of introduce who yeah, she is. she's a lovely, lovely young girl. Um, I'm half Ghanaian, obviously so Teresa, but uh, my friend, she is full Ghanaian and her name is Princess Sniper. And what does she do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> she is a performer, she's in the industry, um, she's a model, she's a dancer, she is um, a hairstylist, she does it all. And yeah, so we're very proud to have her on our show. Yeah, we're proud, we're excited. I think it I, I wanted to kind of explain like maybe why we had her on the show. I feel like we've had yeah. quite a few different people mm-hmm. from different um, industries. We've yeah. got a comedian, we've had like um, a pe- two people that did other podcasts as well yeah. themselves, but they mm-hmm. were more about um, psychology and positive thinking and things like that. Yeah. Um, but we thought we'd spin it this week mm-hmm. just because I've been really thinking about why certain industries are, they have like a stigma around them. Yeah. And I feel like it's, usually well always tell me if i'm wrong yeah. they're always industries that are you know women make the most money in so yeah. women, you know the beauty industry and the sex industry are very very highly stigmatized if you're like a beautician mm-hmm. oh you're not that smart oh yeah. you're you know a dumb block whatever yeah. if you're in a sex industry then there's a lot of stigma behind yeah. it right <laughs> so it's interesting to see the parallels between mm-hmm. business women um that are in actual sex industries and how that industry kind of is exactly, well not exactly the same, I think it's different, but they have so many parallels. So yeah. a part of our conversation was about how she has regular clients. Mm-hmm. And I know massive corporations, <laughs> a big part of the only reason why they're still around is because they get repeat clients yeah. and they don't <laughs> want to have churn and they have to make sure they're pleasing their client. It's yeah. like, it's all, it all like wraps into the same, same yeah. with like influencers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like, pr- the producer brights of the world. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, really big influencers. So Molly, not Molly, the one that was... Molly May. Young Desolate, right? Yeah. From, she's like, oh, that people don't really take her that seriously, but yeah. she's a multi-millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like, this, this isn't, if it was a man doing it, <laughs> then there's a bit more... There's something more to it, in my opinion. And also, I think, in Nicole's opinion. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Right? Yeah. So we're, this is, like us trying to destigmatize it mm-hmm. to say that it is a valid business and also just to hear from somebody in the industry who's giving her own tips and advice yeah. mm-hmm. um on what she does yeah so stay tuned stay tuned good okay Lovely. all right Nicole. hi so on our show we have the very very interesting princess sniper and she is an adult content creator she is on OnlyFans, she's a dancer, she also does hair. So yes, <laughs> welcome. welcome. All of that. <laughs> Thank you for having me, girls. Thanks so much for coming, we're excited. I'm so excited to be here, thank yes. you. Yes. Um, so how do you guys know each other? We actually met on Facebook years ago. This is probably about, like, I don't know, maybe like, 10 15 this is definitely well over a decade since yeah, like, yeah we, <laughs> oh, wow. nice. this was like i think we were probably like before blackberry yeah <laughs> 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 that long is it oh my god 
But yeah, like, I just, what did I even have before a Blackberry? I can't even remember for the life of me, but I know it was some sort of slidey phone at the time. But um, yeah, no, we, we and, uh, me and Nicole, we've been... <laughs> We've been friends since, um, and I love, you know, I love your name, sis, because <laughs> I just love stretching it out. But yeah, no, we've been friends, uh, yeah, we met on uh, Facebook, on social media, you know, and like, she's just been an angel in my life ever since. Oh, thank you, likewise. So, I, <laughs> thank God, actually, that she sent that request, because, yeah, like, she's been an amazing friend to have in life so yeah i really thank god for you sis honestly thank you so we're going to dive right into it um you haven't only fans could you ask how you got started what was your first name when you got started in oh my god so the only fans honestly i had the account for a while yeah and because i was doing other you know you know jobs <laughs> shall we say at the time I didn't really have the need for it and obviously you know everyone was mobile and living their normal lives you know before the pandemic and really and truly I think the OnlyFans really speared from when you know we all went into kind of lockdown and hibernation and because that's when my phone and inboxes really started popping off from like complete strangers it was like you know I've got a recommendation from this person blah 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 and it's just like okay I'm starting to see more of an influx from newbies as opposed to just you know dealing with regulars do you know what I mean and my regular clientele but I'm just like yeah but really the pandemic was what really kind of got me to like activate it so to speak so yeah Really, from well, there. Your first OnlyFans name, Sage name, um, it caused a lot of controversy. Mm. Are you okay? Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. I just, because what was really annoying me about, because the thing is, the fact that I had to change my name, I was actually upset because, <laughs> like, um, it was two things. So, okay, so my first entertainment name was Screamer. I was going by a lady, lady Screamer. Okay. <laughs> but for some reason, the first question that will come to mind with people is that obviously, do you scream in bed? Do you, do, you scream in bed? Do, do you know what I mean? Are you crazy? And it's just like I thought it meant you like okay. scary movies, but okay, all right. Yeah, no, obviously, I know, and I totally get that because you know, even me saying it, I'm just like, yeah. Obviously, the first thought that would come to mind is, yeah. okay, is this person extraordinarily really loud? What is it? <laughs> but that's like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> what is that about? No, I get it. But I really had to realise that I really had that name from a younger stage in my life, you know, and so it was just really time to evolve, really, because at this point, I really just had it from, like, when I was, you know, a young goon in the streets. <laughs> Being a low-level gangster. And so I just thought, okay, you know what? But these responses that I'm getting about my name, Screamer, it's not helping business, clearly. Mm. And I've got to go around changing my business. So I think it was just a level of elevating up. But yeah, Screamer was the first name. And the second reason was that another lady 
that's doing really well and OnlyFans as well had the same moniker. Okay. <laughs> and so people would get us confused. And I think that was mainly the push for me to kind of switch things around because you know, one thing with me, you're not, you're not gonna, you know, mess with my money in Jesus' name. So it's just like, no, I, I need my traffic, and this uh, Miss Screamer, whatever she's adopted for herself, needs to come out of my way. So I really, you know, that's funny, but I just really, um, I didn't even really come up with the name, but it kind of like found me. So I think for a straight week I was watching like action movies and things with just people just shooting each other, and so it like it really like. Is your new name? Is it okay to let the audience know what your new name is? Yeah. So my my new name entertainment name is Princess Sniper. So like I said, like I have that natural love for weaponry and ammunition and all things that blow things up. <laughs> I just thought it would be fitting, you know. But yeah, once I was able to change it around, it actually made things a lot more professional in a way, which is kind of weird when you're in this profession. So, yeah. Nice. Well, I, is it kind of weird? Because the, the main reason that I wanted to have the conversation today um, was because it's quite interesting how <coughs> there is Sorry. like a stigma around like women in business, especially like like the you know things that's a bit more adult con like adult content. It's not seen as as professional as somebody that goes and does like a nine to five. Yeah. But I mean, it's the same thing, right? You're going in, you have you know your work hours, you have to pay your taxes, you have to you know advertise and market yourself. Like, is it you know? So there's exactly. a lot of the fact that it's so seen as something so completely different. Yeah, I think you know, it's so it's so funny, and I'm so glad you brought that up because I was actually uh, thinking about this heavily like a few weeks back. And I really had to like go back and ponder my mind about the fact that when it comes to this type of profession, it's literally been, obviously, as we know as women, the oldest profession in the book. And literally like, it's been a means of survival actually for some women in the world. I mean, you know, people often forget, you know, around the world, women's rights is still, to be addressed you know it's still to be put in place you know there's a lot of places in this world right now even in this modern day and age that women don't have a voice or don't have that um authority over their lives and um it's 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 i just had to like kind of like um think that you know there's been women that have obviously you know benefited immensely yeah. of you know you, you want to call it prostitution or you know whatever you want to call it or but at the same time it's also been a straight means of just day-to-day -day living for some women or a means to actually stay alive in some situations uh, but obviously that's crime talk for another day because that's <laughs> that sounds like someone's being held hostage but <laughs> With that being said, it's like, um, it's been one of the things that human nature in itself can't get away from. But I think when culture and traditionals and, you know, village champion people and, you know, religious people and all of that comes into play, 
um, you know, people have obviously that they're going to have that stigma and they're going to, you know, look down their nose on someone that's doing that as a day-to-day means. But, you know, as me and Nicole probably know, we know some women that are living great, healthy lives, you know, being someone's concubine, someone's, <laughs> you know, sugar baby, whatever the case, whatever the title, because I don't care about the titles really, but it's like so many women are actually living a better quality of life by just being the women. Yeah. But on the flip side of it, there is that harshness, you know, there is that, um, you know, where uh, there's women out there being taken advantage of and, you know, um, things like that. But in terms of the stigma, I think it really comes from how you carry yourself as a person. Yeah. You know, and I, I've, I've come across girls in the past in this profession that you would never even know that that's their income yeah. or that's their means of survival. And then there's that straight raggedy bitch sorry to say <laughs> that you fully know she's out here squatting out here for a fiver it's like with every other nigga it's like you know you just know that she's out here making avocado money with her pom pom and it's just like okay so it's like okay like you made 20 pounds today is that it is that all you did all of that work for that oh my god it's just like no self-respect so i think it's really about a self-esteem level and um and you know sorry and another point is like i even had to think about the stigma attached to obviously (coughs) sorry the sexual uh what is it? The the industry, so to speak. But the thing is, there's so many jobs and positions in this industry alone. And some of them are even non-sexual. You know, some of them are probably highly fetish based. And, you know, some of them are just contracts that they just, you know, want to keep someone there or whatever. But it's like, it's so vast and in between where the you know women have had the basically kind of like the upper hand to be able to um kind of control themselves and hopefully get what they want out of it you know because men get what they want at the end of the day so you as a woman have to look after yourself in all fashions but in terms of stigma honestly people can stigma all day but sometimes they be the ones struggling to pay the light bill (laughs) <laughs> yeah. so like, it is it is like a man's world but would you say with sex work it's empowering for some women would you say that um it's definitely i think it's one of those things it's the survival of the fittest okay. you know and i think with mainly any job any high paced high stress job you know um because you got you got to remember, if you're going to go into this industry, you have to think of your bag. <laughs> you know, it's not you're going to make friends. You're, it's going to work, you know. Yeah, and more time you're being an actress, you know. More time, I don't love these fools, you know. But <laughs> for 20 minutes, I'm going to pretend, you know. <laughs> like, we're going to pretend <laughs> that we're in love and, you know at the end of the month I expect it do you know what I mean it's like (laughs) nice (laughs) but it's like I I mean 
marriages even as the marriages right now there's some women that are full-blown sorry to say in the industry without even knowing it you know and I think it's just a matter of how you as an individual carry yourself now if, if that was the case of Sigma then we as individuals we wouldn't be watching porn we wouldn't be visiting sex beaches and sex bars and things like we as human beings want to enjoy our body in it but we as women have learned how to make sure we as women enjoy that financial curve of it because there's many women and men in this profession that don't you know so I think stigma it's really based on where you're from and who you surround yourself with but at the same time there's so many people in this industry their aunties their uncles their mothers and fathers anyway brothers and sisters to people and I think it's just depending on how you flex as a person you know because like I have this good friend of mine she's a stripper porn actress all of that and she lives in Michigan America but at the same time she's a wife and a mother and it's just like her husband loves her to the bone. <laughs> like he literally drops her and picks her up from her shift. They be catting nobody think of it. They live a good life thing of it, you know. And it's like I think it's just how you carry yourself as an individual. So I tell any woman if they're going into this profession, just know it's a profession because it's so quick to be in these environments and get caught up in so many different scenarios that life-threatening but at the same time you have to have your wits about you and you have to know that it's a set time just like how you go into work for Tesco's or any of these other companies be your own company set your own rules and stigma is going to follow but hey stigma follows with anything anything you do in life you could be religious down to the bone never had sex oh you're a virgin oh my god <laughs> like, in the I get that all the time oh my god yeah. <laughs> Like it's like it's like okay, are you okay? Like like you you start pushing me to nothing, you know? Sorry. It's like it's everywhere, you know. We is it is even worse when you're a black girl. It's like oh, like oh, like you know. It's just it's it's just so it's like you know like the words that my grandmother would say in it. Live your life, my dear. All these village champions, they're gonna die anyway. So give them something to talk about, you know, but at the same time, uh, just, you know, live your life, be safe and just always carry yourself with dignity. Even if you're blowing four man a day, you know, and collecting a grand each, carry yourself with dignity. This is all I tell girls, you know. Um, with your dating life, do you tell like the guys you're dating, people you're dating that you have, an OF account or do you leave that out like OF only fans yeah. do you know what <laughs> do you know I, it's so funny because I, I've been in a couple of situations where it's like I've had to come clean okay. yeah. <laughs> I've had to either come clean or I've just I've just been honest from the get-go and I think with that I think it's taught me it really depends on the person okay. and I think it depends on your feeling for that person if you feel like you really like that person, that person really likes you and really cares about you, then if anything, my thing is to be honest and just come out with it. Because I think the best thing is to give that person that respect. Yeah. 
just to be able to make that decision you know it's like it is it is something that is you know quite heavy <laughs> for someone to take it <laughs> depending on the content you're doing you know what I mean and it or, or even if it's like not content even if it's just like your not I would say your daily kind of job but you know you've got something going on in the background and you need to just let that person know I think it's important to just be open and honest but what I also do say on the flip side is that in a way if that person's getting in your world that she kind of already know <laughs> kind of a little bit but if they're c completely clueless as well I think it's important to just be honest but if it's someone you're not checking for in the next five months <coughs> you know like we're on the third date now and I'm still not feeling you maybe or you know like I'm just like okay like I need to block your number now I don't know why <laughs> like, clearly the money is sweet but I'm tired now like I don't like this conversation I don't like you you smell and I'm just tired of you so it's like I think when it comes to things like of um just depending on who you're vibing with, then yet sometimes it's not everyone's business. Yeah. Now, if you see an opportunity to network, you know, ladies, please network <laughs> because that is, you know, the moolah for you possibly. But if it's someone that you genuinely care about and they genuinely care about you, be honest. But honestly, if they really do love you and really do care about you or like you in any kind of fashion for you, not just because of what you have or what you do or whatever, just for you as a person, yeah. something like that, depending on the content, shouldn't really hopefully bother them too much, especially because it's not something that you're, you know, you're going with someone, you're skin to skin, mm -hmm. things of that nature. So we're living in a digital world these days and it's like, if you can monetize yourself in any kind of way and you know go for it and and push yourself you know and, and be the best at it or have your audience so I say because not everyone can be a star yeah. you know people have to be realistic about their goals but you know have your audience and be consistent and have fun you know ultimately have fun with what you're doing do you know what I mean and Hopefully, if that person really likes you, they'll be having fun with you. They'll be protecting you through it all. Because something like this shouldn't be forever, you know. I always tell girls to always have a plan B, C, D, and E, and F. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So just, you know, even after all of this, because the looks will fade, the pussy will drop and get saggy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, no matter what kind of surgery I do, what kind of nip it like, no matter what kind of Botox I go for. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just... Eventually, I'm going to be tired. Do you know what I mean? And it's like I have to retire and close the black book. You know, <laughs> I mean, probably get a project day and pass it on to her trainer. I don't know, but you know, it's like eventually you want to look forward to just sitting down. So I say to everyone, just have people in your corner that you can trust mainly. Yeah. You know, and. If you suspect anyone is a hater, please drop them, okay? I don't care what comment they made at you. I don't care if it, if it was a joke. I don't care if it was a, do you know what I mean? Because human beings have their way of exposing themselves. So just, you know, be vigilant. And if it's someone you really like and they really like you, 
they'll help you get the bag let's just say that <laughs> they'll help you get the bag especially if they know that oh you got to follow it oh you'll make it like they will treat it as a business like how you treat <laughs> sorry to say how you treat it as a business yeah. because ultimately it's a business mm -hmm. so um and it could be very lucrative mm -hmm. for you and your partner if he's to support you in the right way if it's someone that is just insecure and you know they're not trying to like see you out they're not really trying to see you shine they're not trying to support you grow with you please try and run away from that person as far as you can drop them like a bad habit <laughs> would you date somebody that's in the same industry <clears throat> like I know what i had to another good question i had to think about this the other day honestly because i was like i know uh, a girl well she's a friend of a friend but i know with her 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 um, boyfriend's actually a stripper. Like he gets booked for pen nights and things like that. And she's uh, his girlfriend's in the industry, and you know she has her clients and things like that. And I was just like, I wonder how that dynamic is at home. You know, it probably got me thinking. You know, I'm like, do they motivate each other or is it competitive? You know, I think it really depends on the person because. You know, you could be, and sometimes, you know, competition can be a bit healthy, you know what I mean? Not toxic, but is it competitive or do they drive each other? And I had to, like, uh, do my little investigation and find out how they met. So they literally met on a job, right? They both met on the job, like, she was topless hosting and he had been booked to put on a performance, obviously. I <laughs> <And>, like... <laughs> And they met or whatever, and at first she was hesitant about giving him a chance because she thought, obviously, he's at home, isn't it? Like, you know, you're just <laughs> at these parties, you know, wagging your dingling around and thinking you're nice. And it's, just, it's a lot. I get that. You know, even as women, we can be territorial and jealous and, mm -hmm. you know, possessive and not want our man's dingling in some next girl's face just because, you know, she's getting married tomorrow. It's like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> At the same time, I think she started to see the hustle in him and the fact that he, you know, he's on point with his business and he's got bookings and he's this and he's showing. And I thought, I think she started to see the potential in them, you know, bringing their things together as, you know, and apparently they've been living together for a few years now and they're doing really well, you know, they're looking to buy a house outside London somewhere and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's I think it really depends on the individual so to speak but please don't get around someone that is just in flat out insecure yeah. you know like I, I sorry to say I can't be around a guy that completely writes off the sex industry because for all I know one of his family members could be in it and he doesn't even know it's just like I, I can't have someone that completely stigmatizes it and judges it i get the fact that there's so many other means of making money and you know you don't have to do that and of course but this industry alone there's so many vast variations of making money as well and it doesn't have to be skin to skin sexual contact it literally could just be a phone conversation it literally could just be a text it literally could just be voicemails you know, pretending to be someone's wife because they've got that flipping lonely and they just want to pay you to sound like they're in a marriage. You know, it's just like, 
it's so many requests in this industry it's literally so many jobs but i think you just have to find your lane and find what you're comfortable with and just go from there you know and really just kind of like take time and have fun in it you know because it is supposed to be fun especially if you're choosing to go down that route you know it should be fun you should be safe ultimately that's number one you know i i listen let me tell you I've had my fuckers, yeah, offer me all sorts of bags, right, to want to go raw with you, to do all this crap. And it's like, no, you know, you have to set your, your limits. You have to set your ground rules. And you just have to be serious about yourself, especially knowing that you're, you're using yourself, you know, guard your heart. But, yeah, I mean, if someone really likes you, they'll be in your corner, for sure. And if they don't, you know, I don't really want to write anyone off completely, but it's like, I'm not going to be on OF forever, love. So when we're, like, completely old and grey, we're going to still argue about the fact that I was on OF one day. Like, it's just like, there's more to life than what someone's doing on a webcam, you know? And it's like... There's been so many forums before OF, but I think just OF has that stigma attached, you know? So it's just, it is what it is, isn't it? Because I could tell someone right now, well, I will work at Faith Station. And they'll be like, oh, that old school thing. Oh, you work there, yeah? What time are you on? I'm like, oh, between 2 and 4 a.m. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, he ain't gonna go and watch that. You know, he's gonna go and... <laughs> Like, really, he's going to wake up at two, between 2 and 4 a.m. to come and watch me and call me. At, nah, he's not going to do that. If anything, he probably can come to OnlyFans from about 1 a.m. and get it popping. So sometimes people be chatting, but they'd be the biggest ones. They'd be the biggest ones. So that's all it is, really. Just, I think it when it comes to something like this, you have to be vigilant about yourself. Mm-hmm and know who you are because I've seen a lot of situations where the girl doesn't know who she is and that is the quickest way to get trampled all over and passed in another realm of the industry but yeah let's just not go there because that's all criminal (laughs) (laughs) that's the same in relationships that's the same with like most jobs in general Mm -hmm. right if you if you work like for a toxic boss or you know you've just started in any kind of industry and like oh no I have to like make sure I please everybody I have to stay longer than everybody else and stay up longer than it's always like right it's the same thing and then you can people could just walk all over you right Mm -hmm. it's same in relationships Mm -hmm. if a guy notices that you know if he just pushes a little bit then you'll just collapse and you'll do anything that he wants (laughs) It will, mm-hmm. it will happen in that situation as well so it makes sense that of course that is again what happens in that industry as well yeah. so yeah no for sure and I think you know I mean it's a, it's a two-way street when it comes to this industry you know there is the customer and then there's the you know the so to speak the demand mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and the supply and the demand don't work without one another, you know what I mean? So this industry is always going to exist. And I think a lot of it is sometimes, sorry to say, I think sometimes a lot of it is jealousy. <laughs> you know, like my mum will say, they're just jealous. <laughs> you know, like, you know, they, you know, because it, it takes a lot of confidence yeah. to be in an industry like this, you know, whether it's entertainment, music, like 
you know, this industry, it takes a lot to be yourself and be confident, you know, and in this industry, especially you have to have confidence. You have to be um, strong and know what you want out of it, you know, what the end result is for you. Otherwise, like I said in the beginning, you know, it becomes sometimes for some women out there, it's literally a means to stay awake every day. But that's obviously, you know, if someone's higher, you know, if they're literally, you know, uh, what's it, drug addicted or I don't know, whatever the situation or the heinous situation may be. But, you know, and honestly, every time I pray, I always pray for women like that because it's like, you know, sometimes women find themselves in situations they can't get out of. Yeah. at the mercy of a man so when I see someone flourishing in an industry like this I'm actually really proud of them because it's really hard you know and if you're not about your wits and you don't really know what you you know your end goal for yourself is you can easily be trampled all over you know even by somebody that's even being so quote-unquote nice to you you know and so you know because as you know we know this world is full of wolves in sheep's clothing. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, especially in an industry like this, there's a lot of that, you know, and you have to be so vigilant about yourself. But, you know, for me, the motivation's the bag, the money. Like, you know, I, that that's why I'm in it, because it's like the bag is great, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the bag's the life. And... <laughs> You know, it's like, you know, like, why not, you know, use what God gave me and just be safe, you know? If he loves it, I like it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, people want to stigmatise what between our legs so bad, but, you know, God gave it to us, you know, and he didn't restrict the usage. So I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? I'm not, I'm not you know what? Because when I was young, I used to be like religious, but I'm more spiritual now. I'm definitely more <coughs> sorry, I'm definitely more spiritual now in terms of my beliefs. Um I do pray a lot, but I definitely like I'm someone with the crystals and the meditation and the yoga and you know, I'm definitely someone that namaste, you know, because if I don't I'll beat bitches all day. You know, I'm not trying to go back to jail. You know, I'm not trying to be angry, and I'm not angry. You know, it's like <laughs> people, in a way, just make you like that, isn't it? Or life experiences, or traumas, or whatever you've gone through in life. But you know, I had to untangle a lot of that and just be like, I'm me, and I'm happy, and you know, I want to live life to the fullest. But yeah, like being in this industry, sometimes I feel like you're not even working. You know, if you're on a yacht and you've been paid ten grand at the door. <laughs> and you're chilling with Samuel <laughs> and it's like you know and he's in bed by 10 anyway he's like, <laughs> it's like, you know you're in the Mediterranean somewhere we've gone to the Versace mansion I'm eating good I mean I have a nine to five don't get me wrong yeah. and you know I ain't gonna lie even I was having this conversation with my manager the other day and she's like oh you know don't worry uh, sorry she's a Romanian by the way she's like oh don't worry when you get a rich husband you can quit this job because I was just moaning at her like I don't want to do no fucking work you know like I'm tired 
<laughs> like I literally got to work and I was like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> so <I just> don't <laughs> worry, one day you can find a rich husband and quit. And I was like, and I had to think in my head, but what fun would that be? Because I'd probably just get bored with him and just want to find a rich husband. You see what I'm saying? It's just always going to be a game for me. And I just feel like, you know, I think that's just me. Obviously, you know, you know, people have those hopes of wanting to be. But, you know, my fairy tale is just like having three husbands and, you know, <laughs> four victims. Yes. <laughs> oh, like, you mean like, like I say four. Like, you mean somebody... <laughs> So that's like the fun yeah. one you can talk to and then like the Literally, and they all and you know what the actual dream would be they all know each other and get along yes! <laughs> oh my god we can all be honest <laughs> honestly <laughs> no honestly but no literally because i'm just like <laughs> they can have it like that why can't i i need but I think it's just because I need them for what I need them for do you know what I mean and they need me for what they need me for as a wife but you know I'm gonna make sure they're all happy you know I just wish that you know and if anything if you all got to know each other that would be great because that would be less stress for me do you know what I mean like we can, at least we can all go camping together <laughs> from the cost, you know? But um yeah, I think it's just, you know, that's not my fairy tale, you know. I think where people want that traditional fairy tale on a lot of women, you know, you should you should find that one man and accept his proposal and you know, you know, just be his wife for the rest of his life and be happy. And don't get me wrong, you know, if that's what you want and if that's what you and your partner want, then please be my guest, go for it because me, I love love. You know, but my type of love can't come from one person. It needs to, I need, so for me, this industry is kind of perfect because it's like, okay, well, I could be in love tomorrow and then pretending to be your friend next week. And it's like, I, I have my regular clientele, but at the same time, it's like, I, I've gotten to that stage now. You know, a lot of women haven't gotten that yet. And, you know, it's like, it's sad for them, but. You know, it's like, get your hustle on, girl. You know, you have to know how to talk in this industry as well. You know, a lot of it is talking and negotiating. It's a business. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially when someone was trying to mark down your price. It's like, what? What do you say? <laughs> it's like, you can hear the end of this beep, beep, beep. Like, I'm not even going to continue this conversation. <laughs> like, what? And then they have the cheek to ring back, you know. It's like, slide to the left. Are you okay? <laughs> Like, no, darling. Mm -mm. Like, I think but, um, if it was a male dominated industry, it would have mm -hmm. completely different, have completely differently. Yeah. People would look at it so differently. It's true. It'd be, it'd just yeah. Like, but it's men but you know what it is? Is This is the thing, isn't it? This, this industry, low key, I would say it is <laughs> because, you know, Men in, innately, in nature, want to be able to control everything, in it, Like, everything, right? Right. You know, yeah, it's true. <laughs> including their own mothers. It's like, they want to control the women in their family. Or the ch like, they just want, like, and I think it's just their, you know, nature side. I don't know what it is with them, but obviously, it, it's something that when it comes to this industry, 
they fall short a little bit in terms of ownership. And that's something that grinds their gears, isn't it? Because they excel in every other, you know, <laughs> field. But it's like, <laughs> when it comes to this motherfucker, like, I am the one that supplies. <laughs> like, what did you say about God not making your um, things restricted? So... <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, listen, that... You know, because it goes back, you know, sometimes I thank God for my grandmother because she really had some gems to pass on to me. So she used to tell me, listen, you have legs for a reason, but you also have a vagina, use it. At the end of the day, your legs is to close your vagina. When you don't use it, you close your legs. So at the end of the day, what I got from that is that, yeah, as a woman, it's, it should be my authority and my agency over my body yeah. to be able to use it how I want, mm-hmm. you know, and, and get pleasure of it how I want, yeah. you know. But obviously, you know, you, you get to obviously, you know, you get in your moments with a guy or a person and it's just like, okay, you know, you, you guys are doing what you're doing to make each other happy. I get that. But at the same time, it's like you kind of like want to just have fun in your own moments you know and be your own person but yeah I mean you you, when I say not restricted I mean don't obviously go and sit on every Tom Dick Harry you know like just go and sit on anyone's bar or no I'm not saying that I'm saying just don't act as if like it's just a thing where, oh my God, I've only got to, you know, keep it for relationships and I can't multiple date and I can't have fun out here, you know, because a lot of women would literally like sit here and not like engage in any kind of activity or because they're not seeing anyone or whatever. And it's like, girl, go and have your fun, you know, call somebody, like call that ex, you know what I mean? Like call him, like, you know, don't always sit on the dildo, okay? You need a person, okay? <laughs> <laughs> always be whipping my man out of the drawer and then have the cheek to complain at me when the, like, when the tingle don't charge that no more, now, oh, my days, I have to buy a new one. No, you don't. You need a man. The fuck? <laughs> Honestly, and then some women will be acting as if they're scared of men, you know? It's like, it's like, oh, you know, and I'm like, he's a guy. He likes boobies. Just go and ask if he likes boobies. Just be careful if he likes penis too. You know, that's another story, but just go and try, you know? Nine times out of ten, they'll go and try and be like, you know, because guys are shy too, you know what I mean? Especially these days, you know, the guys, they're scared of approaching women, you know, especially these days. It's like with the Me Too and the whatever, they just don't want to be seen as predatory perps, and I get that. So, you know, sometimes as a woman, you have to make the first move, you know, and just be like, tapping in on the show, like, yeah, okay, you know, it just, yeah. you know, as a woman, you will know what to do in those moments, but yeah, don't restrict yourself. <laughs> If you're safe with someone, because that's, like I said, I'm going to say this throughout everything, you know, safety is number one. If you're safe with someone and you feel comfortable and they feel comfortable with you, please don't restrict yourself, you know, because nine times out of ten, you're just going to be going to bed, you know, clinging your legs together, and then you're going to whip the thing out of the drawer. Do you know what I mean? And then it's just like all that humming sound. The batteries are going. 
And then there was just no point because you're still going to be angry at the end of it. So it's just like, we're humans, you know, don't treat yourself like a piece of firewood, you know? But at the same time, please be safe. Wear a condom always if you have to, especially if it's not your regular partner, you know? If it's someone that you're just in business with or whatever, wear protection. I don't give a fuck what they say, okay? Because I tell women all the time, you know, you know, you can feel them still, they they want to feel you, but they don't have to. It's not your problem, okay? It's not your business. <laughs> if they want to feel you or not, like, it's not your business. You're not his wife, okay? <laughs> when you're his wife, then he gets to feel you skin to skin. And then in that, when you're not my husband, you cannot feel me skin to skin. I am sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is just gone. <laughs> no, honestly, because sometimes you really have to switch on people. Like, depending on the, you know, customer or the clientele as well. It's like, you know, there'll be times where I have to, like, go African. There'll be times I have to go straight yardy on people. You know, uh, sometimes I have to go straight cockney. It'll be like... <laughs> Just bring it all out. <laughs> just bring it all out, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, you have to know who your audience is, you know, and how you're going to entertain. But like I said, number one is first, and at the bottom of it all is always the bag. That's why you're there. You know, that's why I left my house. That's why I went to go get a wax last week. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just... It, it, like everything is in preparation because I'm about to collect this bag. And I always tell the ladies as well, get your bag first. I'm gonna tell no nobody come and tell me I'm yap here you later. What who? Like Clana to you. Clana. I need my money up front. Up front and center and before anything. And treat it like a booking, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you need me for this year. Where we are go. Get me, this is the time, get the payment, do what you have to do. And sometimes, obviously, be fair as well. Don't be greedy, do you know what I mean? You know, negotiate yourself, you know. Honestly, if they say, you know, you know, you know, because sometimes people are stingy with the money, especially people with money. <laughs> I've seen it. Ugh, they could be the richest motherfucker, yet they're still trying to go and pour. It's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you are rich for crying out loud. Like, I wish I had your problem. <laughs> Oh my god! But anyway, it's like, but yeah, I just tell ladies, you know, always get what you are going there for up front, you know. But yeah, once you get that, don't restrict yourself. Please have fun, have fun in the moment, especially while you're young and beautiful and here to enjoy your life. That's why God created those stages of life, you know. As a child, you will learn. As an adult, you will still learn and have your fun. But then when you're old, you'll have your memories and stories. And, you know, I just want my memories to be filled with the fact that I had a good ass time. And, you know, I, I kept safe through it all. And I have my children and my mom, you get me, you know. And one day I'll be someone's wife soon. And that's it, you get me. And we going to be popping and we going to be litty. And we're going to get this money together. It's all about the money, honestly. Yes, baby. Yeah, go look at my bag, honey. Go look at my bag. Yeah? I don't know. Yeah, look at my bag. Look at my bag. Other than that, I have no idea. Yeah?
but yeah, no, just literally safety's number one and the bag, the bag. I mean, if I could both put them in the number one spot, that's it. But this is why I tell every lady or anyone that's in this industry, if you know you're going out there, make sure you're safe and make sure to collect what is yours, yeah. you know, and that is that. Because <sighs> there's been times I've literally had to go and go go and goon on a motherfucker and go and collect it by force with the chat because people didn't negotiate their thing properly and then they got sideswiped and yeah I'm very stupid like why did you go there like now I have to go and turn into a gangster with a whole baseball bat uh, <laughs> hopefully not to leave no fingerprints like it's just stupid there's been times in the past and from then you know people learn their lessons but from you know a lot of what I'm saying comes from lessons you know, it comes from experience, it comes from, you know, failing a few times, you know, and learning from those experiences. But you, you can't fuck with this shark now. You know, <laughs> you, can't, you can't even do it. You know, and I've seen people try, especially, you know, and it's always the ones with the full money. It's like, what is wrong with you? Are you all right? Like, why did you call me all the way out here to be cheap? Hello? Like, we haven't got time for this. I've only got one life, please. Like, you know, you've got ways to make even those people that have it, you know, you, you can make them. You know what to do in this industry. As a person, like I said, you're your own company. You're your own billboard. You're your own advertisement. You're your own marketing. You're your own networking. You're your own everything. Um, Utilise it to the best you have. You know, utilize it and use it as often as you can, you know, but use it in the right circles. That's what I'm going to say as well, because the last thing you want to do is waste your time in the hood with people just like us with no money. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I need to go to Ascot. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's where I need to be living. That's where my heart and soul belongs. Everyone is just ghetto down here and I don't like it. But it's just like, what can I do? This is where God has placed me. And hopefully one day, one day, I'll marry someone from Ascot area. Who knows? But I'm just praying because that's where I'll push myself in Jesus' name, honestly. But like, yeah, I just say to everyone, especially young girls, because, you know, I love seeing young girls you know it's really like people will say oh my god I can't believe she said that but I really sometimes love seeing young girls thrive in this industry you know collecting the bag and blah, 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 because I'm often reminded of how many women I've come across in other parts of the world that do this as a profession but don't nearly get as much in return back and literally have it as a means to survive, you know, just day-to-day -day bread, you know, maybe because they've fallen short of education or whatever the means may be. But I, I know some well-educated women that are in this industry thriving, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's the oldest profession out there and it's, it can be used at any time. That's what I like about it as well. It's literally one of those jobs that you can pick up at any time. And it's not always, like I said, based sexually you know it could be fetish based it could be conversationalist based it could just be company based it could just be the retainer based you know it's just people with money are just bored that's what I've come to realize they're just bored 
and like finding extra ways to spend their extra cash and sometimes as a person where you're your own company you have to find a way to squeeze that out so that's all it is really it's just supply and demand but safety is paramount because you know it, you don't want to end up in a situation obviously god forbid you could be in total danger lose your life or you're completely traumatized from something you know and you weren't ready or prepared for such a situation but um yeah i tell girls all the time especially young girls sorry especially young girls going into this like be vigilant around you because you will even notice that a lot of young ladies that they will see their friends going into this and you know they want to go into it but you know because of morals and you know morals are good don't get me wrong have morals about yourself and i'm okay with that you know um you know religious culture whatever <coughs> you know we're african caribbean so we know you know how it is <coughs> with our people in general you know how they can you know certain things in our community are stigmatized anyway you know whether it be mental health single motherhood or no 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 but when it comes to this industry it has been stigmatized from the get-go but it's also been one of the first professional professionalisms that women have had to rely on to survive and so it's like where's really the balance you know it, it just really mainly comes from men coochie sometimes it just comes from jealous men you know that wish they can use their coochie but they can't and so they start hanging on you because you've gone and collected in a day something that they've gone to scrape for a whole month you know it's like it's just jealousy half of the time you know so please i tell every girl please get your bag think of your pension think of your old age you're having fun now but Think of when your coochie don't work no more, you know? Think of when you have to start using lubricant because that means you are old and you shouldn't be out here anymore. <laughs> Honestly, I know somewhere I don't, you know, love if you see this, I'm so sorry, but yeah. You know, it's about time she retired, but yeah, it's like, cause you know, people talk as well. So always carry yourself like a lady. I don't care how many, sorry to say, you gonna blow, you know, I don't know how many motherfuckers you gonna roll. Just always carry yourself. I don't care if you do 10 man in one day. Carry yourself like a lady. Nobody has to know what you are doing. Always be discreet about what you are doing. Even with the OnlyFans, I tell people, you know, you know, do your networking discreetly. Get your name out there, do all of that, but know where to put your pocket, you know, know where to put your business. You know, you can have someone that could literally pay you everything that 10 guys could do do you know what I mean or even five guys you know just know where you put in your pocket you know Nicole knows what I'm talking about she knows how to strategically you've got to know where to put your pocket you know because I, I see girls wasting their time with hundred dollar niggas there and I'm like know where to put your pocket darling you know know where Who's generous? What type of nigger is generous? You know what I mean? Like, what type of guys see how they're moving? You know, because you can see a stingy one from a mile off. It's about doing your research, basically, is what you're saying. Basically, yeah, right. Do your research, and 
um, you know, just be inclined to know that things can switch up at any given point, you know, because, you know, like I tell women, there's so many scenarios when it comes to this industry that you can fall into and be prey to without even realizing, you know, you could be the client, but these times it could not be the client, it could be the client's wife setting you up. You never know. So just be vigilant about what you're doing. Know who your clientele is, know what their surroundings are, you know what I mean, if you can, you know, whether they're uh, attached or not, you know what I mean? And know know that information because that information will be key to your survival in this industry you know because the last thing you want is a motherfucking bitch wife trying to run up on you talking about yeah keep it with my husband bitch get the fuck out of my face <laughs> who's husband my husband <laughs> that's why you're calling my husband it's your husband since when my dear me i'll stop beating up boy, honestly i'll stop beating him because i'll stop beating him like i'm his wife like really you got married when so you got married <laughs> <laughs> It will confuse the wife completely, but yeah, just just know what you're doing in this industry, you know, and how you're making a name for yourself. Because, like I said, the industry is it's vast, but it's small as well. Especially if you you're popular in it, people talk, you know. And obviously, if you're worried if you're worried about stigma, you know, someone like me, I, I don't really tend to worry no more because I don't care. Like even I had. Um, uh my uh auntie reached out to my uncle recently talking about um and imagine yeah this is not even no blood relation auntie you know just like one any typical auntie somewhere yeah talking about oh you know i, I twerk on the gram too much and i'm twerking and i'm showing my body too much and i called this woman and i was like listen auntie i'm going to show more <laughs> i'm going to twerk more I'm going to show my cookies more. My pumpkin more. She's like, Gabby, why are you like this way? I'm going to show more. <laughs> because you are jealous that you cannot show your own. Leave me alone. Don't go and call my uncle talking all this crap about, oh, and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. You're lucky I'm not naked. You're lucky I'm not naked on this. And I just locked off the phone. Has she called me back since? No. But have I stopped breathing? No. Is my children still here? Yes. Is God still loving me? Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, is the bank account still coming? Yes. Like, is my nigga loving me? Yes. That's it. Like, it's just like, I go for the yes is more than well, what anyone else is going to, you know, you're coming with your criticisms. Are you going to pay my phone bill at the end of the month? Auntie. <laughs> eh? You're talking, I'm, I'm talking too much. Eh? You're just, you're just sad that you can't do it yourself. You know, like, at the end of the day, you know, and... Oh, you know, I, I've been wearing belly tops. Anyone that really knows me knows that I've been loving a belly top since I was 10 years old. This is nothing new to me. You know, like I go maintain my body for belly top. That's just me. You know, but I'm not here to judge anyone, you know, but I just literally, and it like, it had to highlight to me that no matter what you're doing in this world, you know, you, I, I could be a life coach. You know what I mean? I could be doing any kind of quote-unquote normal profession like to say sex is not normal but whatever i mean this is like we all got here but i'm just like oh this cold of mine <coughs> but i'm like 
sex is naturally how we all got here, you know. At one point, our parents were nasty, okay. And, you know, I don't like to think of that notion, yes. But it's like, you know, someone had to be nasty in order for me to be here. So, like, I'm kind of grateful, you know, that we have that you know, opportunity in life, you know what I mean? And it's like, some people have chosen to use it virtually and some people have chosen to monetize off it. It's like, who am I to judge? But I'm nobody to judge, but yeah, I just feel like do, do what you want, you know, and go for it and just don't limit yourself, you know? If you limit yourself in the restrictions you give out there, but in terms of, you know, how you manoeuvre your business. You know, because some girls, like I said, they're doing straight things with their feet and there's, there's such a market out there. It's so vast and wide. So it's just, when they say the sex industry, I'm like, which part? Because there's so many departments. Umbrella, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like, there's so many departments to it. It's just like, there's the extreme levels. <laughs> Trust me, there's extreme levels and there's like, and then there's just the low levels of boopsing. Do you know what I mean? Like, low-key, back in the day, boopsing. But, yeah, I mean, the money is the goal. But, yeah, I really had to think about it, because I was like, this woman really had the cheek to call my uncle. I mean, knowing that she could have called me and directly spoke to me, you know, even if you are going to talk to me as a mother, right? Because I'm not a rude chat. Do you know what I mean? Even if you came and talked to me, Gabby, you know, you are talking too much on the gram. You get me? You are doing too much uh, body on the gram. I'd be like, okay, auntie, I'm sorry. You know, I would have left it at that. I was still twerk on the gram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Auntie, I'm serious for talking on the gram. I'm sorry. You get me? I want to. At the same time, I, I respect her as an elder, do you know what I mean? I, I haven't been raised in a way to disrespect my elders in any fashion. But what pissed me off is that you go and call this man. Mm-hmm. Like, this man ain't on social media like that. You don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So for him to call me, it was just like, oh, they're saying that you are doing this. And I was just like, you know what? Let me call this woman. Because she really is like, I said, Auntie, I'm going to talk more. She's like, oh, Gabby, please. I was like, <laughs> Twerk for more because you pissed me off now, honestly. Like, she's like, Why are you like this? I'm going to twerk more, I'm going to be more naked, more naked. In fact, I cannot wait to be on a beach for you people to see my bomb bomb. That's what I said to her <laughs> because, really and truly, why are you people watching me anyway? Yeah. Why do you, do you know what I mean? Like, they they be far thinking on the thing, but you people want to see what I'm up to, right? And if I'm naked or I'm twerking. I'm dancing or I'm doing the thing that makes me happy. Why should that bother you? You know, I'm not killing anyone. I'm not murdering anyone. I'm not troubling anyone. So let me be free. Yeah, me, if God loves it, I like it. (laughs) And he's the only person I have to please. You know, he's the only one that I have to not lie to. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I feel like twerking on the ground today, twerking on my only fans, on the only fans, I'm a dick. And that's just the way I roll, you know, that's just the way I want to do things. But, you know, obviously, you know, I'm so I'm mindful of things like that, do you know what I mean? I'm mindful of, you know, especially now they're getting a bit older, you know, mindful of 
you know, the content that my children could potentially find. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you do things, you know, to mask yourself, you know, you do things to be discreet. But yeah, you know, when I'm, I'm okay now getting a regular stream coming in and <clears throat> thank God, because it's been a long road. Oh God, it's been a long road interviewing folks, but you know, we are finally here and you know, I mean, I thank my mum and dad for being nasty one day. <laughs> we could be here because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to enjoy this thing called life. So sometimes, you know, I get it, you know, yeah, I get it. But I always have to remind people, you know, Jesus walked with Mary Magdalene. You know, he didn't walk with his mother. You know, his mother, Mary, was at home. He walked with Magdalene that whole time, walking with her. <laughs> yeah, she was a prostitute. So my thing is, why is Jesus walking with her? <laughs> if he had no problem with her, why do you... Patients have made of this channel against Jesus. That's it. <laughs> it's right. Nobody should have a problem with me or if Jesus doesn't have a problem with me. And that is that. Like, amen. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. But you. yeah. I, I, we really appreciate you coming. Thank you. No, I've had such a great time. Thank oh, you for having me. Honestly, like, oh, thank you. Like, I just, I didn't even think I had this much to even say. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good to get it out. It's good to yeah. talk about it as well. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, but I really have some experience under my belt. But, um, I open up a school. Be like, listen, girls, this is how you rub a nigger, okay? <laughs> this is how you rub a nigger, okay? This like, listen. Well, honestly, it's just, you know, I, honestly, I love this industry, you know, and it's only because it's rewarded me well, you know, and I've made good friends along the way, and I met some, you know, some really down to earth people. Listen, like it's it's this industry constantly amazes me. Some of the girls that I've come across, you know, because there's been a couple of times I've been, you know, hooked up to an agency or doing a little escort rounds and stuff. And it's like it's so nice. Some of the girls that you come across, you know, and I've literally made lifelong friends through that, you know, and it's just like. <laughs> You know, we've got some stories to tell each other. We've got some memories to ponder over, and it's just nice. But, you know, I've been one of the lucky ones. So, you know, I count my blessings every day in terms of that because I'm always, you know, reminded of the fact that there's lots of women in this industry not benefiting from it, and it makes me really sad. And sometimes I feel like this is where an industry like this should be legalised you know, just to protect the ones that are not getting what they deserve, basically, out of it, because someone's robbing them blindly or taking advantage of them. So it's just like, I pray for that day to come, you know, because for me, honestly, it shouldn't be stigmatised. It shouldn't be something that, you know, we we judge people for, you know, because then you wouldn't have things like, porn to enjoy or you know like I said a lot of these things that people enjoy behind closed doors and honestly I think that's what keeps the world a lot sane sometimes you know and you know hopefully generations going forward because the generations back then weren't so you know prudish about it you know back in the days they weren't 
you know, it was literally a profession for women, you know, especially like you see it in the Western movies, you know, with the brothels and, the you know, things of that nature. So a lot of places, women were using this as a daily chore to make their daily bread because for a long time, you know, you know, as women, we couldn't get jobs. Our voices couldn't be heard. And how are you supposed to feed yourself? It's like, that would literally be the profession for most women so until the world opens up to women women didn't really have a choice and you know a lot of that is still going on in the world so i make it my business to make sure that women are getting what they can out of it you know because it shouldn't be something that you rely on forever mm-hmm. you know and it's, it, it shouldn't definitely be something you want to do forever you know, it should be something that you can use as leverage for something else yeah, if in the future. What's next for you? Next for me, honestly, God willing, I end up a rich man's wife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that's it. But I mean, for me, I just, you know, for me, uh, I want to continue to push my content. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, honestly, talking about brothels and stuff I eventually want to go and open one of my own back in Ghana so I've been looking into this idea for the past year or so Mm -hmm. of going to open up a and (laughs) um yeah like I I, you know I'm I'm pondering with the idea but the more I'm thinking about it the more I'm actually looking into it so um yeah hopefully that'll be me being a future madam one day and they should reach out to you yeah. literally listen i will have the best of the best the creme de la creme and everything <laughs> is top level secrets i don't play any games like i mean for me it's always about discretion because for me i want l- women to always be ladies Mm-hmm. throughout it all because even in this industry you have to put up with a lot of shit let's just be real you have to put up with a lot of bullshit depending on your lane and what your profession is in the industry and how you maneuver yourself a lot of women put up with a lot of rubbish and but they you know they just talk they just chalk it up because of the income but sometimes it doesn't always have to be that way you know and sometimes i really want women to see that you can have fun in this industry be safe, get the bag and ultimately just live a happy, fruitful life doing what you want, you know, and, you know, it shouldn't be something that, because, you know, obviously a lot of our parents and grandparents, um, you know, probably passed on that stigma, but at the same time, they were the same people going to these places and enjoying themselves, you know, do you know what I mean? I know my uncles had a few prostitutes, but he's telling me, I'm twerking on the ground, please. I think you cheat on your wife a few times with these. <laughs> Are you okay? Like, this man had the cheek, you know. I was, I was like, Uncle, please. But um, it's like, please, when these adults were in their younger days, they had a lot of fun too. And I think a lot of the older generation are jealous of the fact that the younger generation now can monetize it a lot more. You know, they can gain a lot more from it you know what I mean whether it be celebrity exposure more money it's like the the possibilities are endless you know and 
I tell women all the time, you know, when you're on a job, try not to drink, try not to do any drugs, you know, try and be as sober as you can in the moment, you know, be safe. Um, but yeah, just get your money. That's what it's about, you know, because it's a job. Okay, it's a J-O-B, and, but it doesn't have to be. It can literally be like a fruitful career, you know, especially if it's your only means of income as well. It's like, make sure that you know what you're doing with your own company, you know, your own markets, like what they say in our community, you know? So, <laughs> but yeah, know how you're marketing yourself. You know what I mean? Know who your clientele is, know who your customer is. The customer in this industry is not always right. <laughs> in this industry is not always right. And I repeat, is not always right. And go always with, not everyone has intuition because some people are dead inside, but know how to maneuver in a snake pit is what I need to say. Just know how to manoeuvre. Because oh. not everyone's a snake in a snake pit, but just know how to manoeuvre around these snakes because it's still a grimy industry, like most of these industries. You know, you've got your bad ones, you've got your good ones, in any industry, really. But, yeah, just know what you're doing and know how to get your money because it's, it's all about the money. Let's just be real. We we are not all leaving our houses and leaving our children behind and going to waste time out there because we like this person. It's an industry. It's a job. You know, pretend to like that person for the next two hours so you can collect your your four thousand pounds. That's it. Go by your life. That's all. But yeah. Thank you. We've had so much fun. No, thank you guys. Honestly, thank you so much. I had so much fun doing this. Thank you. Do you have any questions for us or is oh um oh, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, do i have a question yeah no what's next for you next tell me what's going on <laughs> um yeah like again just using um profits to like start up businesses so like um hair salons um hopefully that will happen early next year um, yeah yeah love it <laughs> just love it content um, honestly yes and um hopefully buying um some property more property yes 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 more pro yes definitely yeah and i gain property is this is another thing i want to get into as the way i'm talking about opening houses and stuff but rental is the way forward honestly like rental properties you know, and I'm even trying to see if I can get into in, into um, industrial property for workspaces and things like that. Sure. Um, only because I've I've seen that it's more lucrative as well on that side. It can be. Um, it's a lot more landlord work in terms of being a landlord, but especially when you're having to, you know, but I guess it's like managing any kind of building complex with people using it. But yeah, definitely looking into industry industrial workspaces and property so yeah we, we hear this we definitely see with the future goals i see you at the top honestly i can't wait because i'm trying to retire i'm tired <laughs> <laughs>
I'm tired. But yeah, my girls, this has been absolutely lovely. Thank you for having me. And um, yeah, like, well, so uh, even after you've been invested and did things to like make yourself comfortable, would you still entertain the notion of being in the industry if it was brought to you again? I would say, yeah, it's like, it, okay, you, I think you learn so much, being in mm. so much um, as a woman, you learn um, so much about yourself as well. So, mm -hmm. uh, and it's something never to be, well, not to be ashamed of, to be proud of. Um, yeah, no, definitely. For me, it depends on the person in the bag as well. All of that, plus the person in the bag. It's like, <laughs> it's like, you could be great and everything, but it has to be worth the amount of time you're going to take away from yourself mm -hmm. so yeah it's always about the level of the bag you know maybe like I always tell people in it like once I retire it's gonna have to take 20 grand or more to get me out of retirement <laughs> so <laughs> if you want, yes <laughs> gonna cost you but yeah I mean it's literally gonna and if someone's really got it they'll they'll give it to you like it's nothing right. you know once you request it, if that's your, if that's your goal, if that's your price, whatever your margin, shouldn't be a problem for that person. If it's a problem for that person, move away from that person. You do not need to be there. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Like, especially if you know you've set up yourself and you don't need to work as hard anymore, struggle as hard anymore, then don't get get more for yourself always you know especially in an industry like this always acquire more because some i mean some of some of the requests that i've had over the years doing this industry you wouldn't believe but the money has been very good to me <laughs> so it's like it's like and it's so funny it's like i look back and i'm like oh i really had a good time doing that or participating in that or whatever you know like it's like it, it becomes a good memory you know but for me, I've always been the type of person to make sure that when I do enter situations, it's the situation I want to enter. Yeah. You know, you have to uh, want to know what you want to do as an individual, not what someone's telling you to do or persuading you, you know, oh, you get me like, you know, because you get a lot of types in this industry, you know, oh, you know, we're going to throw an after party, you know, like, get me, my boys are going to be there, and get me, this and this person's going to be there, get me, get me, I'm going to have your pay packet, and it's, and it's like, okay, but, yeah, but, yeah, but my account is now here, and you can pass me my money now, if you want to see me on the 7th. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, and nine times out of ten, if they're serious, they will do it, like, it's nothing, it's a business, shouldn't be nothing. Because I'm going to show up for work, best and believe. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, just make it easier for the both of us. But, yeah, people in this industry, you know, be the, where you're the supply and the demand is there, make sure your supply is the best supply. Be the best drug you can for your customer. That's my best advice to people in this industry. Be the best drug you can be to your customer and that's it they will never complain never even if even if you stop it's like you've built up that friendship they're always going to think of you you know and they're always going to be reminded of you as well as you being reminded of that person so 
good make good friends along the way you know and you will have fun in this industry you know I don't even really think of it as an industry it's really, <laughs> it's so funny to me because when people are like oh yeah you're in you're in the industry Gabby and I'm like industry I'm like oh yeah 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 and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like oh yeah I'm just, I'm just, I'm just having fun I'm just like oh, yeah I'm in the industry I'm like you know I'm like yeah well um I just be having so much fun with it it's it, where it's been really good to me it's just like I thank god you know that he's kept me so through it all so you know funerals you know be safe get the bag don't fall under persuasion be your own company and live your life lovely that's a great way to end thank you so much for being on the show and yes have a brilliant day take care thank you girls and i'll see you soon thank you bye, bye. Mm -hmm.